Shalom. I am Rabbi Michael Pont, and this is For the Love of Judaism, Episode 6. In the last episodes, we've been talking about themes of Yom Kippur, fasting and forgiveness. This episode is going to be a little different. Uh, We are going to play the sermon that I gave on Yom Kippur this year, during which I shared with my congregation that I have multiple myeloma. It was a very emotional day for me and for my family and for the entire congregation. So here it is. I am 51 years old. And so in April, I had that medical procedure that all of us who are 50 years old and older look forward to so much. You can say it with me if you know what I'm talking about, the colonoscopy. While I would not choose to drink the Suprep, it really wasn't that bad. And without going into greater detail, I'm happy to report that my colon is totally healthy. As part of the routine blood work, my gastroenterologist tested me for celiac disease, which I do not have. This includes testing for an antibody called immunoglobulin A, or IgA, which he found to be abnormally high. And so he referred me to a hematologist who who agreed and did further testing. And so on June 2nd, the hematologist told me that I have multiple myeloma, a form of cancer. I was shocked. I've been healthy my entire life. And when the doctors originally said, you know, it's probably nothing, but let's make sure. I assumed it would be a false alarm. Aside from a, hand people at the, a handful of people at the synagogue and family and select friends, I've been keeping this quiet until now. The entire summer, I've been going to a weekly, I've been going weekly to a local cancer center. Every week, I'm relieved not to see anyone I know. So when people ask, Innocently, how are you? Just as a conversation starter, I say I'm fine, and I do feel fine, but we'll get to that. As I said at the start of this journey, I was stunned, not only by the diagnosis, but also by a tsunami of information. My support team and I evaluated multiple treatment paths before deciding the best course. I had to make sure of insurance approvals for appointments and then prescriptions. I've never taken daily medications, but all of a sudden I had to start taking pills on an ever-changing schedule. So I got a pill box and then I started using an app on my phone. Even the names of the drugs seemed strange. And as many of you know who have been in this situation, the list goes on. 
I couldn't help but feel like the fourth child at the Seder, the She'eno Yodeli Shoal, the one who doesn't even know how to ask a question. The enormity of the cancer felt overwhelming. And yet, and yet, even though I have cancer, I continue to be incredibly grateful. God bless my gastroenterologist who caught the abnormality and my hematologist for acting quickly, connecting me to the specialist who's overseeing my treatment. Thank God, I'm very confident in my medical team. I thank God for the advances in drug therapies that allow me to heal with only the mildest of side effects. I thank God that I'm responding very well to the treatment. One of the few times I've cried was when I told my parents how grateful I am. After all, this was identified very early. And if that was not the case, or if I had delayed following up with the hematologist, or if we acted only after I displayed symptoms, who knows how much more dire my situation could have been. I want to tell you one thing that I am not doing. I am not asking why me. I do not believe there is a specific reason that this is happening. Most of our world is orderly. The sun rises and sets, and it rises and it sets again day after day. But there is some randomness to our existence. And while, of course, I didn't choose to have this illness, I can decide how to react and how to manage it. I am not feeling sorry for myself because self-pity is not the Jewish way. Instead, we persevere, we appreciate every moment, even those that are difficult. In a few minutes, we will say Yisker. And during Yisker, we read Psalm 23. The psalmist said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. I have cancer. But I know that with my faith in God, with the wisdom of my doctors and the love of family and friends, my despair is defeated. And so this is my chosen response. The Talmud relates a teaching by the sage Ben Zoma, who saw a multitude of Israel while standing on a stair of the Temple Mount. And he immediately recited the following bracha, blessed is God who knows all secrets and blessed is the Holy One who created all of these people. Explaining his custom, he would say, how much effort did Adam, the first person, exert before he found bread to eat or clothing to wear? And I, on the other hand, wake up and find all of these ready for me. I can't help but feel like Benzoma, the ancient sage, in that I too have so much support. I have an incredible family and network of friends, and I especially want to thank and acknowledge my wife Natalie, my steadfast advocate. She has researched my condition, 
She asks all the right questions of the doctors. She makes sure I'm taking care of myself and being careful, especially in light of the pandemic and much more. I wanted to tell you this today, not to evoke sympathy or make you feel in any way obligated. Rather, I'm informing you for a couple of reasons. Through celebrations and times of sorrow as rabbi and congregation, we have established a level of intimate trust. And so I cannot imagine keeping something like this from you. Additionally, many of you are now or have been seriously ill, or you care for a loved one. I don't claim to know your exact experience. Every case is unique. But now, I hope I can relate even better. Because just as illness has impacted you and your families, now it is impacting me and mine. I am accepting what it means to never be completely cured. Instead, I hope to be in full remission, but I will need regular maintenance, probably for the rest of my life. I've been your rabbi since July of 2011. I truly love it here, and I feel blessed because of each of you. I trust you, and I feel comfortable sharing this personal information. That's what's great about relationships and communities. We support one another. A story in the Talmud confirms how camaraderie lifts the spirit. One of the sages, Rabbi Yochanan, fell ill. Rabbi Hanina entered to visit and said to him, give me your hand. And so he gave him his hand, and Rabbi Hanina stood him up and restored him to health. The rabbis asked, why couldn't the great Rabbi Yochanan heal himself? And the answer is, because when it comes to healing, we depend on others. Illness is scary. You can get lost in morbid thoughts. Family and friends, even a stranger, can offer solace with a conversation, a gift, a joke which lightens the mood and provides hope. We all need each other's comfort. I mentioned on Rosh Hashanah the first not good or low tov in the Bible is that of loneliness, and this certainly applies to those with health issues. So like the Talmudic story, we Jews pray for others. For me personally, when I know that others are thinking of me, it helps because I am reminded that I am not alone. Prayers for healing go through the mother. Our tradition holds that mom is the source of compassion. So if you pray for me, I am Harav Moshe ben Yehudit. There is a standard text for prayers of healing, but you can say your own prayer for me and for others in need. Prayer is not magic, as if you utter a few words and voila, the illness disappears. Rather, it brings healing, positive energy that lifts the spirit out of depression. And finally, I want to ask for your sensitivity. 
If you hear something that sounds off, maybe somewhat sensational, something that sounds like a rumor, maybe inaccurate, I ask you to please contact our president, Steve Solomon, or our ritual administrator, Reba Schneiderman, or me directly. My goal is to be as honest and transparent as possible. And so to this end, we have set up a Caring Bridge page so that we can share updates and so also that you can post messages. A link to the site will be sent out tomorrow. We all have struggles, but they are only a small part of who we are. And similarly, cancer is a diagnosis, but it does not define me. I am managing my situation. It will not stop me from living my best life, a life of family, a life as your rabbi, a life of kindness, study, celebration, and love. In short, a life of meaning, even in the face of adversity. So everyone, I wish you a gemar chatimah tova. May we all be sealed in the book of life for blessings and for peace in the new year. And let us say, Amen. So thank you for listening. You might wonder, how does a rabbi share something so personal with his congregation? I spoke to a few other rabbis who actually told me they would not feel comfortable presenting their health issues uh, in a sermon on Yom Kippur. But I wanted to share personally what was going on uh, for a lot of reasons. You know, my congregants shared their personal lives with me, their struggles, their also their joys. I wanted to share personally with them to build our relationship as rabbi and community. Because it was so personal about me, and I knew that this would impact my family as well, I really thought seriously about every single word, every statement. I actually had my wife help me a great deal with the sermon. Uh, and even even my eldest child, my son, uh, he helped me as well. And I'm so proud of the of the response that the sermon has elicited, not just the outpouring of love and support from congregants, from people in the community, uh, that I'm that I'm humbled by all of that. But I'm also I wanted to give a positive message that my response is, I think, a good way, a healthy way to respond to any adversity that we encounter in our lives, and we all do. Um, to face it with positivity and with faith. It was important for me to deliver that message. And also the sermon really has become a vehicle for people to come to me and share their personal stories, be it their story of cancer that they had themselves, or maybe that a family member like a parent had cancer and they were the caregiver or some other health issue or just, you know, issue that for them felt overwhelming and how they uh, coped with it, how they persevered. And that also, I feel very good about that because it's, it's brought me closer with many of my congregants and I feel like it's helped them by allowing them to express themselves to me about the struggles they've had in, li- in life and how they have managed and most of the time ultimately overcome uh, been triumphant in those struggles.
I want to let you know that over the next few weeks, I will be receiving treatment for uh, my cancer. So there might be another episode where we'll play a sermon um, that meant a lot to me. Um, That's all for now. Everybody have a good one. Peace out. Peace out.